Hello folks, welcome to my brand new podcast in Melbourne last week with yours truly, Ivan Pugioni. In case you're wondering, I've heard this guy before. I'm the co-host of a Seinfeld podcast called But I Don't Wanna Be a Secondary Character, also known as Bidwabask, B-I-D-W-B-A-S-C. So uh, if you're a huge Seinfeld fan like me, then uh, be sure to listen to the show if you haven't already. I've been doing podcasting for about a year now, and uh, I have used to do community radio, and I do occasional voiceover work as well. And uh, when I was in radio, I really enjoyed the interviews that I used to do. Uh, I used to interview different people like musicians or performers or any anyone else really in the creative field. And I've been wanting to do my own conversation-based podcast for a while now, and uh, I'm, I'm really grateful that... Uh, when I put the call out for guests uh, for the podcast over the next few weeks, there was a quite a big response. So there's going to be uh, quite a few different people that you'll hear on the podcast. Very uh, unique people, I, I guess, uh, with many different talents and passions, occupations, you know, even organizations or projects uh, that they're involved in. Very uh, interesting. So I'm looking forward to bringing their stories to you. Um, be sure to subscribe, listen, rate and review the podcast. You can go on Apple Podcasts, Podbean and wherever else you may get your podcast. So uh, get in touch with me as well. If you want to send me an email, say good day. you know, wish me luck, whatever it is you want to do, uh, in Melbourne last week at gmail.com. Catherine Weaver was my first ever guest on the podcast. Uh, I had a very lively chat with her. It was very enjoyable. So uh, Catherine, she's an improv performer and a teacher, uh, as well as a co-artistic director of Melbourne-based improv company, Impro Melbourne. Um, she does mention in the interview that uh, improv and improv are two different things, which, which I found really interesting. I always called it improv. Um, but there is a, an emphasis, especially uh, in Australia, of calling it impro. Um, she'll be performing at the Nelson Fringe Festival across the ditch in NZ, New Zealand Brew, on Saturday the 28th of April 2018. Uh, she'll be part of a three-person impro performance called Friend Request. Uh, you'll hear about it later on in the interview. So without further ado, here is In Melbourne Last Week's first ever guest. Very exciting. Here she is, Catherine Weaver. First ever guest, <laughs> Catherine Weaver. She just took a swig of water. That's like the first sound you've heard on the podcast. It is just like just a <laughs> perfect. Yeah, I'm so grateful as the privilege to be the first guest. Yeah, I know. It's uh, it's pretty good. I'm, I'm very nervous actually. <laughs> you know, because I, I do I do another podcast, a Seinfeld podcast, and yeah. uh, you know, this is totally different. I've never really done a conversation podcast before. So. Uh, oh wow. Yeah, it's very different. What are you scared might happen? Oh, you know, oh nothing. I mean, it's I used to do radio, so you know things were live. Yeah, but, you know, it's pre-recorded. I'm sure nothing should, you know, I shouldn't be worried too much about it. But nonetheless, um, just yeah. a little bit worried. Yeah, no, oh, I shouldn't be. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kat, um, you are an impro performer and teacher. Uh, you're part of uh, the company Impro Melbourne. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, so you've performed impro basically all over the world. So you've gone to like Germany and then your native New Zealand, as you can. Uh, people could probably tell by your accent uh, yeah. as well. As Although a... I have been here since I was 12. Yeah, okay, So if they've picked up an accent, then it's like they should give themselves five stars. So is this, are you like Russell Crowe or Crowded House? You know, used to be from New Zealand and then we've taken you. <laughs> yeah, Can we claim you as, as ours? Is <laughs> as that right? Australian, yeah. Yeah, or Pavlova, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. So to those who may not be familiar with your craft, what is improv or impro? Great. 
so it's improvisation to start with. Yeah. Um, and if you're like, oh, why do some people call it improv and some people call it improv? It's because improv is the American way of saying it and improv is the English way of saying ah, it. Ah, that's why. I always thought to myself, there's always like a misspelling. I was like, where's the V? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, improv comes from um, a lot of companies that call themselves improv, say so improv Melbourne. Um, they follow the teachings of a teacher called Keith Johnston yep. who came from England ah. and so they teach his philosophies whereas a lot of companies that call themselves improv usually follow the Dow Close philosophy uh, which comes from America so that's kind of a very simplified version of why there is a V and why there isn't a V. Right and, and, and I guess they're both very similar kind of systems or kind of uh, you know types of comedy I suppose um, or is there a bit of a difference between the two? There is a little bit of a difference. All right um, yeah. Empro Melbourne is an improvised theatre company. So sometimes we do comedy and we do uh, specialised comedy shows. And you know they're a comedy show because they're marketed as a comedy show. Sometimes they're in the comedy festival, that kind of stuff. Uh, and then we have other shows which are theatre, theatrical shows. We just did an improvised western, which was full set, full costume. Ah, yeah, and, yeah. you know, you were just as likely to cry or gasp as you were to laugh. So. Oh, nice. So it was basically like, did you have to do improvisation like with Western themes or was it basically anything goes? I mean, whatever. Because that's what improv really is about, isn't it? It's just anything goes, whatever comes to mind. I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, I, I did realise that I avoided the question. I, I thought, I'm like, wow, I did a good job. You were like, what is improvisation? I was like, here is the history of improvisation. No, that's, that's perfect. you got to start with the history. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, improvisation is just making it up on the spot. Yeah. No scripts just being there and going for it um and uh yeah and so for like the western it was a bit of a different improvised show because uh we would turn up as uh improvisers and the director would give us a little script of paper which was like here is two lines about your character and you would go and get a costume and chuck it on ah. uh, and then you would play the western <laughs> so it was real fun sometimes you'd turn up and it would be like you know one time I turned up and it's like you know I'm one of the bad guys and you know I've got a gun and yeah. I'm in a gang ah, and it's great cool. and then the next night it's like you are the madam you run the saloon <laughs> and you know I'm running off to put on that garb so. and then someone else is like playing the piano in the saloon yeah. yeah we had a, a guy playing the piano we had a guy playing the accordion <laughs> and we also had a guy playing the guitar ah cool any bar fights uh, i'm sure i'm sure a bar fight would have eventuated we had no physical bar oh. fights but we did have a mass shooting oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah. Yeah. lawless society impro yeah. melbourne <laughs> yeah that's it <laughs> Goodness. yeah it, it was great <laughs> oh, um, would have been fun. but yeah are you gonna do that again next year the Western uh, thing? we haven't decided yet oh yeah true it's probably um, too far ahead but there is quite a few people who are like can you do it again? I liked that. I liked watching it and a lot of improvisers love playing in it. So yeah. it is a Patty Styles format. So she's the director of it and the creator of it. So it'll be up to her. She's my co-artistic director at Impro Melbourne. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Because there's obviously two of you. Yes. Artistic directors. Yeah. So speaking of Impro Melbourne, Kat, Catherine. <laughs> you, you can call me whatever you want. Oh, it's fine. I'll call you Catherine. All right. It's fine. And if you call me Kat, I'll do meow. Yeah. Hey, Kat. <laughs> meow. Kat. Meow. 
Cat. Meow. Yeah, cat, 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 right, cat. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so tell us about uh, Imbre Melbourne. How did it start and uh, what's the origins, the origin story? Oh, wow. So... Um, got you there, didn't I? Uh, yeah, you did. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, gosh. So we've got a lady called Ginny Lovell in our company who's oh, yeah. been there since the start. I've met her before, yeah. 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 Uh, a lot of people in the arts have met her. She's done so much stuff. She was even on Prisoner. Oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she knows the history a lot better than me. So I'm going <laughs> to give you like a rough version and she'll be like, Catherine, you got this wrong. Uh, hi, Jenny. Um, so Emperor Melbourne started about 20 years ago. And originally it was called uh, another company name and then it ended up becoming Emperor Melbourne. Yeah. Um, and Emperor Melbourne holds the license for Keith Johnston formats, which are theatre sports, which a lot of people know, Guerrilla Theatre and Maestro. Uh, Maestro Impro, and that's kind of what Impro Melbourne started doing, doing theatre sports and a comedy festival show, and then as the company's growing, more and more shows have become part of our season. Hey, so, yeah, awesome. We also teach workshops. Uh, we teach workshops in schools, and we also teach public workshops. Uh, and everybody comes to take our workshops, which yeah. is so awesome. From the boring accountant to the uh, class clown, I yeah. suppose. Yeah, yeah. I've met like I've met a neuroscientist. I've met um, someone who was training to go into space. I've oh, met, okay. Uh, somebody nice. who you know had to drop out of society for a while, and then they came back in to gain their confidence. You know, I've met comedians, people who've been on radio. Like I've just met so many different people by teaching and pro. I love it. So you pros basically for anyone really i mean you don't necessarily have to be like an outgoing eccentric kind of person you can just be you know i guess impro would probably help with people like say they're businessmen or, or business people and they got to do like presentations or something you know if something goes wrong yeah, you know they exactly. can use impro to kind of get out of it or you know make a joke to kind of get everyone on their side you know what i mean so it's not awkward i guess there's a lot of uh, aspects in life which you can use impro yeah, so. that's exactly right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we have people of all different types of people come and do the class. Oh, good. Good English, Catherine. Five <laughs> yeah. points. Five points for me now. Um, and uh, yeah, they have different motives. So I usually have at least one medical professional in our beginner class. Okay. Um, and that's usually there to improve their patients conversation oh and, all right yeah you know getting along with work colleagues and stuff because yeah. you know as a medical professional you spend so much time studying and researching and all that kind of stuff sometimes you need to have a bit of a work on that development uh, a lot of entrepreneurs and business people as you said who do speeches and stuff and then some people who are just like i loved acting when i was in school yeah and i miss it so much and so, hmm. i just want to give it a go so so they're just reliving their i guess their childhood their adolescence basically yeah, yeah. and uh, it's been, it's actually an absolute privilege to teach improvisation because uh, sometimes I get to see people who are so shy and then by the end of the class, they're just so different. Like, yeah, it's, it's really amazing watching the transformation. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's like a caterpillar and a butterfly, I suppose, seeing yeah. the caterpillar come in and the butterfly get out of Impro Melbourne. Yeah, definitely. I and I love hearing the stories too from people that will be taking Impro and a lot of improvisation. The philosophy is to learn to fail happily. Yeah, that's right. I remember you uh, You taught me that, yeah. 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 And um, yeah, because we met because you came and did one of the classes. I huh? did, yeah. I, I did a couple more since. Like I, I think I went to... 
what was the level three class? So there's like spontaneity, and then there was, I did a class with Ginny. And narrative? Then, uh, yeah, I think it was narrative. Narrative technique? Yeah, I think that was yeah. the one. Yeah. And then did you do character? Uh, yeah, I did actually. Yeah, yes. nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I lost track. What were we talking about? Oh, we were just talking about, uh, I guess, improv. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and classes. And, <laughs> and classes and stuff. And, 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 and the different people like neurosurgeons and stuff who, oh, yeah. you know, have taken a shining to your classes and stuff yeah oh and the changes in people oh that's right yeah, yeah the metamorphosis yeah and yeah. just hearing people talking about how like in work you know they managed to do a presentation and they had a lot more confidence in their ability to just make it up if they dropped something or if a slide failed and also people with dating they're like oh i was so much better at dating now because like you know i just go in there and just be like oh well you know i'll just say what comes into my head that's and- it and then fail miserably in the day <laughs> fail happens <laughs> Hey, yeah. you're not the one for me. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, although I did have two people fall in love in one of my uh, classes. Uh-oh. Yeah, and they even <laughs> remember, like, the exercise they fell in love with. Like, they were playing, like, these different characters and they were at a party and, yeah. Oh, that's very nice. Are yeah. they still going? As yeah, far they're as you married know, now. Oh, all right. Yeah. Cool. I could imagine like the wedding was just improv. Um, improv. I could imagine like the priest didn't even have the vows. It was just like, <laughs> say what you say. Say what you think. <laughs> Improvise. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Could imagine. Yeah. So speaking of Maestro, you did mention that. That's one of your uh, shows uh, yes. that you do. Um, so that's coming up on May 6th and it's running through to July 1st mm-hmm. um, of this year. And uh, th- from my understanding in this one, the audience has a huge part in how the performance is carried out. Is that, is yeah. that right? So, yeah. Uh, Maestro Emperor is one of my favourite formats. Yeah. Uh, it is created by Keith Johnston. I oh, yeah. Um, and I'll be directing this season. And what it is is you've got 15 players and then they all get a bib on. And on this bib is a number. It's like a rugby, yeah. rugby game. 15 uh, aside. Yeah. So they've all got the numbers on. And then you have two directors at the front and they have a bucket of ping pong balls with the numbers <laughs> on that correspond to the improvisers. Okay. Yep. Uh, so they might pull out number one and number 15 and they'll call them to the stage and number one and number 15 will do a scene uh usually the directors will be like uh you know you're in a tavern let's see a scene in a tavern or maybe they make it harder and they say you will do this whole scene in song or in interpretive dance or whatever they decide to give you oh boy (laughs) and uh at the end of the scene then the scorekeeper comes out and says to the audience what do you think that scene was worth and then the audience claps on the number that they think it should be so whether it's a five a four a three a two or a one uh and then those points get awarded to those players so it's a scale of one to five yeah one okay. to five yeah yep. nice and uh at the end uh end of a round so once everyone's had a go uh then we eliminate players yeah we kick them out of the game yeah so it's like my kitchen rules or married at first sight yeah i guess those kind of reality shows not or survivor yeah survivor oh yeah. nice uh, and as an improviser, I love it because I love reaching the stage, looking at those two, two directors and just knowing I can't plan. Like, I have no idea. I couldn't even, like, there's nothing I could do to prepare myself except for I've done lots of impro before uh, for what they're about to give me. And then you just leap into the unknown. <laughs> That's it. That's the idea of improv, I guess, is leaping into the unknown and, and see what happens. Dr- jump into the abyss. Yeah. Yeah. Jump and then justify. <laughs> jump and then justify. Then fail miserably. Yeah. I mean, not miserably. Not miserably. Happily. 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 <laughs> I, yeah. I got those two confused. <laughs> yeah. 
And it's so funny too because there's so much stuff coming out at the moment about how, uh, you know, teaching people to fail happily is so good, is good for resilience. And, you know, you talk to anybody who succeeded in anything, you have to have failure along the way. Yeah, of course. So. Yeah, of course. I guess that's how we learn and mm-hmm. succeed eventually, right? Yep. Yeah, cool. Yep. Cool. So um, you'll also be performing across the ditch, uh, I mentioned in the introduction of this podcast, mm-hmm. um, at the Nelson Fringe Festival. Yes. Um, alongside uh, Brendan Bennett and yeah. Laura Irish. Yeah. Uh, they're Kiwis as well? Or? Yeah. So yeah. Laura Irish uh, originally is from America, but she oh. lives in Nelson now. And <laughs> So she, she's an American who lives in New Zealand with an Irish last name. Yeah. <laughs> okay, nice. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Uh, and Brendan lives in Christchurch. Okay. Um, and obviously, I live in Melbourne. And the three of us met. There's huge festivals, huge impro festivals that happen around the world. And there's one that happens in Wellington every year. Yep. Uh, and we met in Wellington and we just got along like a house on fire. You know, when you meet people and you think, oh, you, you are my friend. I just know instantly, you are my friend. And the three of us really hit it off. And we're all very different people too, which makes it always a bit more interesting because you're like, ah, like Brendan's a school teacher and his brain works so differently to mine. And uh, I'm always like, ah, I just want to find out how he ticks. And so the three of us have decided to do a show together in the Nelson Fringe Festival called Friend Request. Nice. Um, And it'll be based on, you know, different types of friendships. Friendships as you get older too. Mm. Um, yeah, because friendships, I guess, change, you know, as you get older and you know, things are a bit different the way, you know, between two people or three people or whatever. Yeah. yeah and yeah. what different friendships mean too. Like Laura uh, has a partner and two kids and I've decided not to have kids. And nowadays in our society, some people, their friendships end up in their family. And, you know, how do your friendships support you through different things? And what and what does it mean when you decide as an adult? I have to end this friendship, mm. you know, or I want to start a friendship, but I don't, you know, like everyone's already got the friends as adults. And so you're like, ah, oh, how do I invite someone for a coffee without being weird? Yeah. yeah. So we'll be playing around with that stuff and getting some stories from the audience and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So there's audience participation yeah. in this one as well. Yeah. Yeah. So three person show friend request, and that's on uh, Saturday, 28th of April, 2018. That's actually the day before my birthday. Oh, I, happy uh, birthday. How old will you be? I'm going to turn 30, the big 3-0 oh. on the 29th. Wow, what so, are you doing? Uh, I have no idea. Uh. <laughs> I haven't planned it. I should. I mean, it's so, we're so close. Yeah, it's nearly a month away yeah. as of recording today. But uh, I don't know. I'll figure something out. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so too. You'll only turn sake. 30 once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll fail happily for not organising anything. <laughs> well, at least I only get one chance of doing it. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. You can wait till you're 50. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. I can hang out for 20 years. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, why not? Anything else happening in Impro Melbourne? Um, so... I guess after Maestro. I mean, because you, you seem to... I think you guys, you have um, like shows for a good month or two. At um, least before you move on to the next one, don't you? Yeah. yeah. So we, we have shows happening pretty much continuously. Um, so we do shows in two different locations. Uh, the Melbourne Polytechnic has been generous enough to sponsor us. And so we do our theatrical shows in their theatre. So it's beautiful because we get to have wings and use all their set and props and all that kind of stuff. And that's where Maestro will be. But we also do uh, shows at the North Melbourne Courthouse. I knew I was going to say it backwards. Ah. Courthouse at North Melbourne. Oh, right. Um, so you're doing it like Yoda style. North yeah. Melbourne Courthouse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shows we do. Oh. <laughs> um, and 
yeah, we've got a whole selection of shows there. So we have like an improvised musical coming up. We have Grand Theft Impro. We have an open stage where people in the community are going to be able to pitch something for 15 minutes. So ah. you could literally be like, I'm going to do, uh, I want to do just me on stage talking to a chair and eating an apple and how do you know about my personal life well <laughs> it's just the way that you look yeah i think that man looks like he eats an apple while he talks to chairs yes i actually <laughs> talk to the apple and the chair while i'm eating the apple yeah Ooh, you're so tasty apple. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. Yeah. yeah and then later in the day you're like oh i got so many chairs today <laughs> yeah i'll play musical chairs by myself yeah basically you got me yeah you got me uh so yeah we have shows running all the time and we also have workshops running all the time uh which is yeah amazing as i said it's amazing privilege to be able to teach improvisation yeah uh, to people when we start uh, at beginner classes obviously with anyone taking them and then uh as you move through our school system we have advanced classes for improvisers um and yeah i get to teach later on in this year yeah i'm teaching monster of the week Ah, oh, Monster of the Week. What's which, that? Which is based loosely on like Supernatural or Buffy or any of those kind of shows. And it's like an improvised format where literally that stuff happens. There's always going to be a hero. There's always going to be a monster at some dis- some time in the show. And then you'll kill the monster at the end and live happily ever after because that's how the genre works. Yeah. Um, but I love teaching and I love playing it because you get to do things like stage fighting oh, and nice. also being afraid, you know, like having people genuinely be afraid and people jump out at things. Because you don't know what and... to expect. No. Nah. You know, it could be anything. Yeah. Yeah, maybe the monster will come up and say, hey, mate, how you doing? Yeah. Or, you know, or the monster could just go, ah, oh, yeah. Jesus. And the audience and the improvisers at the same time are going, is that? Is that person playing just like a friend that that person's bumped into, or or is that person a vampire? And, like... that, and that's what you do in impro, I guess. In general, you got to kind of pick up on cues mm-hmm. from your scene partner, don't you? Yeah. I guess, and you got to kind of go with it. And I guess uh, you never have to say no, don't do you? I guess is it is it the like with impro from my understanding where you've got to kind of go with what they'd say or do is that basically uh, like it's called blocking isn't it when it, you so yeah yeah uh in improvisation we call things offers so, offers yeah you know yeah. like if i said to you uh oh here's a present for your birthday oh you're so kind <laughs> that would be my offer and with you saying oh you're so kind yeah that's accepting my offer if i was like oh here's a present for your birthday and you were like no there's not there's nothing in your hand why why are you saying happy birthday? Then that would be blocking me. <laughs> yeah, right, which is a no-no. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we try to accept each other's ideas and build on each other's ideas and everything you need is in your partner. And what that does too is it keeps us improvising. It keeps us in the present because we're accepting each other's offers and we tell stories that we never could have told by ourselves. Of course. Um, but... Uh, just just the word no isn't necessarily a block. So, for instance, in Monster of the Week, if me and you are sitting on the ground having a lovely picnic and, you know, we're eating some cheese and bickies and uh, someone jumps out at us and is like, ah, and I'm like, no, no. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, then that's okay. Yeah, that's (laughs) accepting the offer and actually making that person more terrifying and really honouring the offer. Whereas if I was like, yes, kill me, that would actually be blocking them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, so that's blocking. Yeah. Have you ever had someone who's been the monster and then someone's gone, no, and then they the monster thinks that's blocking? And it's like, oh, 
you know, have they, have they misinterpreted? Have you ever had some people who've misinterpreted the situation? You know, because learning like no is usually blocking. Like, yeah. have you ever had that before? Uh, not so much because usually I've got more experience people doing Monster oh, of the okay, Week. Oh, okay, sure. All right, um, yeah. But what does happen sometimes is people forget uh, to react sometimes and that's where we really work on it because you know for some reason in our society we are taught over and over to never show emotion mm. always don't don't pay attention you know get on the tram don't make eye contact society yeah don't don't ever show emotion at work if you show emotion you're weak so sometimes in monster of the week i have to remind people you know someone will you know jump out and be like ah and the other person will be like you can't hurt me mm. it's like no, no dude Dude, uh, just let them hurt you. Yeah, or at least be a bit afraid yeah. before you say that. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we do a lot of like work on like really being afraid and giving the other person the power and then also letting people win. Because also in our society, we're taught to win at all costs. Yeah, I know. It's like doggy dog, Yeah, you know? And it's so funny because sometimes in our beginner classes, we're playing these, you know, games and I'll make everybody in the class laugh because I'll be like, okay, we're going to play this game. And then you can see everyone being like real serious and doing a serious face and screwing up their fists. And then I'm like... Are we trying to win at word association right now? Like, you know, no one will remember what you said yet. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then they're like, ah, ha, ha, and laugh at themselves. So. Yeah, and then you're just like, ah, ah. <laughs> Yeah. And then people can, once they realize that it's okay to fail, it's okay not to win, it's like better to play the game, then suddenly you have a really fun game going. And, and that's what yeah. life's all about. Yes. You know, just, just, you know, failing and then getting up and dusting yourself off and... Try yeah. again, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. and uh, for those, uh, well, yeah, obviously this podcast is worldwide, but say people in Melbourne mm-hmm. who are pretty keen on, you know, pr- they like the sound of what you've said, and they're pretty keen on trying Impro. Where can they find out about Impro Melbourne? And how can they attend classes? Uh, just on our website, www.impromelbourne.com.au. So easy to remember. I know. Uh, and actually, you can also type in impro.melbourne. Oh, you have one of those .melbourne things, yeah, do you? but ah. nobody believes in it. <laughs> ah, really? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you can just go onto our website and list all our courses there. Also, there's like a contact form, so you can always like contact. Oh, I oh. just bashed the mic. That's fine. Um there's a contact form, so you can always like send questions through. You can even get to me if you want to through that. Yeah. You can be like, hey, I heard Catherine on a podcast. Catherine, I have a question for you. Yeah. And then we'll get all these American listeners and like, I want to learn improv. Yeah, and maybe. Like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's improv here, mate. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine, uh, oh, sorry, what were you saying? Oh, I was just going to say that uh, there's so many different improv groups around the world and um, I'm, I feel very privileged that I get to meet a lot of different people from a lot of different places and um, I also believe that you should never stop training. So I've been doing improv for maybe about 14 years. Oh, yeah, long um, time. And I still do improvisation classes with anyone that, you know, I haven't done them before. And I always, and our company still trains together, uh, us experienced improvisers on a Monday night and just does things like trains in um, different things like uh, improvise Shakespeare and uh, learning how to push the stories forward in a slightly different way or characters or, yeah. Just a bit of everything, really. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Catherine Weaver, thank you so much for being here today, my first ever guest. Oh, wow. Have we already talked for that long? Yeah, I know. I know. We've done well. Yeah. <laughs> five points to you. Five points. Oh, right. Five points to <laughs> yeah. you as well. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks. Oh. I got ten. I won. <laughs> yeah, you, you're a winner. <laughs> I'm a winner. Winner. Not winner, a wiener. <laughs> no, not yeah. a wiener. Don't yeah. want to be a wiener. <laughs> 
Thanks heaps to Catherine for being a guest on the show. It's very much appreciated and uh, awesome that you came in and took the time to chat with me about Impro and uh, good luck with your shows coming up uh, at Maestro Impro as well as at the Nelson Fringe Festival for the show called Friend Request. You can get in touch with me at inmelbournelastweek at gmail.com. You can follow me on social media, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at inmelbournelastweek. And you can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Podbean and maybe some other places that I've probably never heard of that uh, you can listen to so you never miss an episode. My next guest will be Shane Kelton. He's an ambassador for a mental health organisation Beyond Blue and he's a personal trainer. Very interesting conversation coming up. So I've released two episodes to start the podcast. So if you've listened to this one, be sure to listen to Shane straight after. It was a very good conversation between me and him and uh, I hope you enjoyed as much as I enjoyed speaking to him. So take care and I'll see you next week for In Melbourne Last Week with Ivan Pugioni. Bye. Bye.